Jen the Builder. And Corey. And this episode airs on the last day of May. The last possible day in May is May 31st. And then we're already in June. So let's get it going. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. You know, for those who have been tuning in or spending time with us on the elevator, we've been going into the book called Atomic Habits. So now we're in the third law, if you will, of um, making these habits, changing behaviors. And this one is a little easy and it's called Make It Easy. Make it easy. Now, I have to forewarn everyone, including Jen, this episode is being recorded at a time of day when I'm at my most talkative. Because in the morning time, what happens is I I have to collect (laughs) my thoughts. And that's when Jen is pretty much unloading, getting built up for her day. We swap. But towards the end of the day. Boy, oh boy. Here we go. So if you notice there's a little bit more jibber-jabber coming out of me, uh, that's what's happening. And none coming from me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow, so making it easy. Um, Walk slowly, but never backwards. Oh, I like that a lot. What part of that? or Not walking backwards, because there's so many people that do. Yeah. And then walking slowly, right? So I'm going to say what I am guilty of a little bit here. Corey, I don't know how many episodes we've had on the importance of the prep and the planning. Right. Uh, I love this law because although those are important, he uses a quote by Voltaire that says, the best is the enemy of the good. And how I translate that is... We practice, we plan to be the best. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that becomes the enemy of just getting good at starting, getting good at moving, right? Um, there's that motion versus action mm-hmm. and really calling it forward to, you know, take some steps here. Like we said, walk slowly, never backward. Not moving doesn't move you forward. Right. So I agree partially with that. Okay. Now, let me explain just briefly how I heard that um, and how it translates to me. Because I watched this documentary on this runner. And so his coach had told him that he could run, you know, I see you running this fast, which would have broke the 100-meter, 100-yard dash record. He said, but that's not what I want you to do. I want you to run below this time. And the runner didn't understand at the time. So as he trained, which is the prep, he learned that if he just runs his hardest all the way through the race from start to finish, even in training, he would blow himself out every single time. But he practiced and built a habit of not doing that and then built up his endurance. And I think that's kind of what people need to do when they're prepping. You prep for the race you're going to run, not to win, but just the race you're going to win or you're going to run. And I think though, you just proved the point here. It's making it easy. That makes it easy. Right. Yeah. Because you're practicing, you're taking the actions to build for endurance, which is automatic is going to make you win the race Mm -hmm. without that. You won't win. Right. Um, so 
that backs up completely making it easy now for someone who like like me who doesn't run my god that's that's a lot but no yeah it makes sense so let's put this into perspective and make it simple for me because you know it's the end of the day so it's like this for example if i'm trying to cut calories Mm -hmm. the way to make it easy is hi sir Hi, I'm here to place my order. This is my order. I could do two things here. Opt out of the combo. Or, or and, say, here's the meal I want. Go ahead and put half of it in a to-go container. And I'm going to eat half now. Right? So you're cutting your calories. It's making it easy. Here's another thought. I'm not going to have my pantry full of things that are high calorie that I know I can eat like in one sitting. Let's talk about a bag of chips. Right. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I think that's what I got from reading this chapter. Yeah. um, I can add on to that just by knowing what you're going to have and pre count the calories that you're prepared to take in and don't order anything over that calorie count or, Uh, When you buy the bag of chips, you section them off in 100-calorie increments, and then that way, the only bag you can grab is the one that's 100 calories, and then just determine that you're not going to go back to the pantry. Right, exactly. And here's the beautiful thing about making it easy, and just how our body, how our minds are made up, right? So there's a strengthening of connections between neurons based on recent patterns of activity the more you know we talked about this in another episode it's not about the amount of days but it's the frequency in which you do it right right right? so it's those kind of things i I love this Uh, there's a hebb's law and what it says it's neurons that fire together wire together Mm -hmm. right pretty powerful stuff um repetition is a form of change. Corey, I wanted to share this part with you before we jump into there, because you as a musician. So here's a quote, if I can share this right quick. It says, in learning to speak a new language, I love language, or to play on a musical instrument or to perform unaccustomed movements, great difficulties felt. Because the channels through which each sensation has to pass have not become established. But no sooner has frequent repetition cut a pathway, the actions become so automatic that they can be performed while the mind is otherwise engaged. Absolutely. Right? And this is what I say to that because, and you you know me and my uh, patterns and word wordings, I say the words, there's joy in repetition. And the reason why I say that is because if you're practicing in a musical instrument, be on piano, guitar, I'm a bassist, so we'll talk about bass guitar. Typically, a bass player hears a, a bass line, and it's like, oh, my God, I got to play that bass line. And so you begin to attempt to play this bass line, and your fingers and your mind cannot get on the same page. Your fingers consistently do something different than mm-hmm. what your mind is telling it to do. But as you practice that joy of repetition, it becomes easier and easier and easier. And it feels good. Yeah, and then you think about it a little bit, and now it's muscle memory. 
and your right. fingers just do what your mind tells do it to it. do. I love it. You know, I'm looking behind you and yeah. there I see my keyboard. So I have played the piano before and long story short, there was something that happened to me to where I couldn't sing while I played anymore or I didn't sing the way I'm used to singing. So we had put the keyboard in your studio. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's talk about making it easy. I had vocalized, verbalized, Corey, I really want to get back into the piano. I feel like a little bit of my voice is coming back. I'm comfortable where I'm singing now. And how many times am I actually in the studio? None to never, right? Like that, <laughs> none to never. So that's not very easy for me to pick up the behavior change of going back to the piano. And I just kept thinking about it and planning. And um, finally put it right here downstairs in the area that I work in when I do get to work from home. And I get to jump on there. Yeah. Like it's it's amazing. And now I found a comfortable seat. And so what's the likelihood that I'm gonna start playing again? A lot higher yeah. than none to zero. Yeah, absolutely. So reducing friction in your environment helps to build these good habits. Yeah. And so guys, if you're wondering and if you're listening and you're saying, okay, what are they obsessing about this <laughs> habit stuff about? Like wh where is this coming from? I'm going to tell you. So we are, as human beings, are naturally programmed to create habits. We can create good habits. We can create bad habits, positive habits, or negative habit, habits. But we naturally, it's, it's scientific proven fact that we naturally create habits, be it what time Me we too. wake up in the morning, be it how we put our shoes on, be it how we prepare our, our, our meals or how we skip a certain meal how we greet people, who we choose to greet and who we choose not to greet. Those are all patterns and habits that we are forming on a daily basis. And you can create those habits to be, like I said, good, bad, negative or positive. That's right. Um, I love this. Listen to this. Habitual choices determine the path you take. Mm. Each one sets the trajectory for how you spend the next chunk of time. Yep. And that's that's a hundred. That's for real, right? So um <laughs> I this has worked for me, and I believe we mentioned this before, but it's so worth mentioning again, the two minute rule. Mm -hmm. And I think I've shared this with you, Corey, Yesterday. a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it make sure it takes less than two minutes to do if you're building these habits. Start easy. Mm -hmm. We tend to go huge, right? So one of my habits is to write a book that not a habit, but that's what I want to do. So if I can overwhelm myself with the thought of writing a book, but a two minute rule, write one sentence. Yeah. Right. And then let that become the habit. So let me say it the way she told me. So you guys can understand <laughs> it because that wouldn't make that wouldn't land with everyone. This is how she made it land for me. Corey. If you can do it in two minutes, just go ahead and do it and get it over with. I was like, mm. ah, that makes sense. All right. So anything I can do in two minutes, which is write a sentence or a couple of sentences, I'm starting to write my book. Yes. And so if we ritualize the beginning of a process instead of focusing on the end or the outcome. Yeah. The big old gigantic yes, picture. That's where you see it. Like, okay, what? 
trigger or what is going to be the thing that I start to do mm-hmm. that's going to build and I'll eventually get there. And man, it is so hard to not get focused on the final outcome, but it's so much better. You mentioned endurance. It's going to sustain you. You're going to continue to have this behavior change because you're starting this way. And because you practiced and prepped and you've created this habit, you won't blow yourself out after every race that you run, after every um, task you have to perform. You're used to running your race and not just running to win. Because when you run your own race, and let me explain how that works, because a lot of people are thinking, wait a minute, what are you talking about running a race? So if you're planning on being good at something, if you're planning on doing well at something, and there's people around you, they're focused on you, you're focused on them, so you're trying to pace yourself along with them. But once you start pacing yourself for you, you get you get better outcomes. You get better turnouts. That's right. That's right. So talking about make it easy. So what do we talk about here? Start mastering the first two minutes. Keep repeating it. Repetition is everything. There is joy in repetition. Yes. And then you move into the next step, the intermediate step. Master that stage and keep building. And then when that becomes your starting ritual, you just keep building. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds easy. Yeah, because it is. It is. I think we've made it hard, some of us, Mm -hmm. because we're so focused on the big thing. And I I love some examples here that I've I've, um, read in this book. And I don't want to butcher the book for sure, but Victor Hugo wrote The Hunchback of Notre Dame, and he had a gig, right? They were going to publish his book, but he needed it by a certain time. There's a deadline, like most things in our lives, and he ended up partying, kicking it with his friends, like doing the thing, and here comes the deadline, and he hasn't done it Uh at all. So what happened was, of course, he goes to the publisher and asks for an extension. And everything that distracted him, he took it away. And and he recognized what distracted him. And then he was able to write the book. And that's this book. Right? Very cool. Very cool. I like that. Yeah. And you really have to understand what distracts you. So I'm going to make this very real. <laughs> um, <laughs> recently, you know beautiful apple and i'm sure smartphones do this it shows you and it tallies the amount of time you've been on your electronic device mm-hmm. and i was like man that is a long time on social media and i replayed you know how i can't get lost in the scrolling up it's a thing it's a habit hello so i thought okay i'm not gonna scroll social media that's a waste so I still scrolled, but now I'm scrolling on an app called Tamu. I'm scrolling on Amazon. So still scrolling and now spending money because, you know, (laughs) I see all the things. Wasting time and spending money. So I love that you said that. It's wasting time. That should be the behavior change. 
not what I'm scrolling through because either way, it's still idle time, right? right? Now, if I'm scrolling through a book on my electronic device and it's a book that's going to help me grow or just a book that I enjoy, period, it's reading, that's a good scroll. But um, just making it easy and making it like the thing, you know? Yeah, and you don't always have to eliminate what you're doing per se. Sometimes you can eliminate by not doing something. So let's say you're already living a very healthy lifestyle with your social media, a healthy lifestyle with your uh, television watching, but you know, you spend some time with mom or sister or brother and they're heavy TV watchers, heavy uh, movie watchers. And you know, okay, this is going to be a long day of just me wasting some time that I really don't want to waste on sitting and watching a movie because I can be productive. You can plan ahead and say, Hey, let's watch one episode of this Mm -hmm. and we'll do this so that we can, you know, both accommodate ourselves and and no one feels like they're, they're left out and you can get to spend some time, watch a, a little bit of a show and also be productive. So you can prevent the, the bad habit and wasting time as well. Totally. I mean, in this book, gives so many phrases. I don't want to overwhelm anyone. Um, look it up if you'd like. You know, commitment device. So a choice you make in the present that controls your actions in the future. So just focusing on your behaviors now that go towards your future. Um, I really enjoyed the part where they inverted it. So make your habits that aren't good for you hard. Make them unreachable almost right so can you give me an example of that oh my gosh there's so many here um so if yeah absolutely so let's say i'm trying to save more money for retirement Mm -hmm. there's automatic wage deductions like instead of having the money in my hands, mm-hmm. just take it out of my check so it doesn't even hit my hand. Mm, that's very good. So yeah. you'll have like a portion go to savings, a portion go to uh, some type of plan or some type of, but just, it's just not coming straight to your account and you're able to yeah. grab hold of it. Yeah, that's good. So it's pretty much, it's virtually guaranteed. Yeah. Right. If you do things automatically, if I say um, I need to break this habit and create a a habit and make behavior changes in eating out, I'm eating out way too much fast food. So get a meal delivery service. So, I mean, it's my, it's food that's coming to you. You don't have to drive anywhere to pick. Oh, this is what I want to eat. This is where I'm going to go. It's like food's coming to me. It's a healthy choice of food, you know, so that's what it means by automated. Right. No, I I totally agree. Cool. Well, that's pretty much this. That's how easy that was. And we only have one more to go and that'll be next week. Um, And I know we're doing such a quick summary of this amazing book. I totally recommend that you get into it. And Corey, I've been watching you. I love that you're doing the two minute thing. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it makes sense. And if I if I can figure out how to make that happen without compromising, you know, 
things that I'm doing, it's a good thing. And anything that's good for you, yeah, you need to just go ahead and try to make that happen. Right. Instead of putting it off. Because it's the two-minute rule. (laughs) Yeah, it's only going to take two minutes. And I don't know if you've ever done this, but try this after you listen to this episode. Just drop what you're doing. Hopefully, if you're driving, pull over or wait till you get to a place where you can not be driving. And put the timer on your on your phone, on your watch, whatever, two minutes. And you will see how valuable and long two minutes can be. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. And then you start to imagine what I could have actually got done in two minutes. Oh, yeah. So on, on the next time we have this conversation, that needs to come up because that's how I, it began to be more than just a habit. It began it began to be a way of life because what I realized was that there's multiple two minutes being wasted all day long and I could really be accomplishing mm, some stuff. So true. And speaking of that, I remember when we quit smoking, Corey, and they said, if you can get to, through 30 seconds when you have that craving It'll build. Yeah. Your mind will get used to, I got over that, that 30 seconds easy. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to, oh, I'm going to build on that. And it's true. 30 seconds doesn't seem like a lot, but that craving will pass you. Yeah, it will. And it did. Yeah. And now I think I smoked my last cigarette in 94. No, no, it was later than that. But it's been. 94? Yeah, it's been. Oh, it's been way later. Yeah, but it's been a long time. Maybe you meant, I don't know what you meant, 2014? No, it was, I had stopped smoking before then. But anyway, it's been a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I know I'm tired, but yeah. Anyhow, it has been a long time for me. It's been four years. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. And so we know the power of, of time. Yeah. And then also, too, it works the other way around when we make these bad decisions. When we put time in that bad decision and then make it a bad habit, it just yeah. gets bad, bad, bad. Yeah. But, guys, I want to make a couple of announcements before we get out of here. You know, we got some really exciting things coming up. And so, if you don't mind, I'd love to do a little bit of announcement. Um, the Shameless Band will be on the Wish bus. It's called Wish USA. It's on YouTube. They have 3 million followers. Why am I telling you that? Because it's huge. And it just it's going to be a really good boost for the band. And so I would love for you guys to watch it uh, when it does air and when it comes out. So that that's really exciting news. And then another piece of exciting news. Um, I just got my final sketches for my... Uh, oh yeah my children's book so my book's gonna be out before the end of uh june and i'm gonna do it big this time because i I know what to do before i didn't really understand the process but it's just so such a good situation when you understand how to launch and how to get your stuff out there and so um if you want to support you want to read a really good book and i'm not saying it's a really good book just because i wrote it there's a lot of people that added into this. Um, I have a wonderful illustrator. This, this girl is incredible. I mean, she is so talented. Her, her name is Vanessa Montavo. And yes, I'm saying her name because 
she's just that good. And she's, uh, I hired her through a company uh, online, but she's just amazing. So we're looking forward to that. Jindy, you got anything for us? I would love to have Vanessa Montavo on the podcast. I think we will. Um, I loved her pictures. I love how she took her own interpretations too and went above and beyond the expectation. Like, it's just, I don't even know. I get excited when we get to work with artists who are doing their thing. Yeah. You know, and then just coming together on a project. Beautiful thing. Anyways, Corey, thanks for waking me up on, you know, during a time of the day where I'm pretty out of it. <laughs> it's been fun. And no problem. And if I stuttered or kind of went in circles, I apologize. But as always, it's so good to hang out here on the elevator and spread positivity. Because you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. elevate.